0: Okay, so shojis. <laughs> we usually shit talk food, but this is gonna be a little different.
1: Food's gonna shit talk us tonight.
0: Um, probably. Anyways, it was really good. So I don't know. I didn't tell you this, and I didn't really clearly communicate it to the rest of the table because I don't like to be an inconsiderate prick. Um, think of the meal that we just had, and I. So one biggest food that I fucking hate is eggs. Like I do not eat eggs <laughs> under any circumstance. That man just undid. And like an hour and a half, what my mom could not do, and like nearly twenty years of life, like you know.
1: it takes a man and with a goatee and a blue mohawk to nurture you into eggs better than your mother did. he was great though he was he was a really funny guy, he was really charismatic they yeah, they always do it's cheesy jokes,
0: like, the dude to the like on the other table though didn't seem as great.
1: no, I think I've had him the last time' now, I've only been there like three times, but
0: yeah, it'll it'll be a, like a fun couples night. I'm already like on my phone because I forgot all the shit that we have to talk about, which there is a ton of. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that do not know, this is the Arcade Podcast through Um Kind of a whole rigmarole that we do once a week. Is that word funny to you?
1: Uh, no, just you. You know I have a history with you and the word rigmar- rigmarole. Sorry, I have a mint in my mouth.
0: That's not all you have in your mouth. Um, shit. Uh... I didn't. even, God, this is going to be the most chaotic episode I think we, we'll, hopefully, will ever
1: do. Especially because we're both kind of just lethargically sitting in chairs right now, trying to digest the tremendous. <laughs> it effect. was like
0: a gross amount of food, most of which I don't like. That was like, I was powering through that chicken that was so good. The
1: chicken—it's the whole reason I go. Everything else is kind of just like a build-up to the chicken. But that sauce is so good. That's going to
0: be our first sticker. <laughs> or like our first t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is a build-up to the chicken. <laughs> That's perfect. That's just the overarching theme of this website, dude. <laughs> Everything else is a build-up to the chicken. Use that in a review. <laughs> That's going to be in my review of Kingdom Hearts. All Come the Battle gear solid survive. is just a build-up to the chicken. Um. No, anyways, it has been like... I don't know what about March 8th was just like this needs to be the largest... Day in video games and maybe a decade. Let's drop everything
1: on March 8th. How about you know? Because it's special, <laughs> like you know, the 8th.
0: Where are the eyes of March? Um, <laughs> this isn't even everything. Fuck, I don't know what I did with the whole list. So there's gonna be stuff that we just kind of free ball on here. Um,
1: well, I mean, some um, can be in our episode from tomorrow. We...
0: Oh yeah, we're breaking this into two parts. I completely forgot we had that discussion. Yeah.
1: So, because if we sit here for too long and talking to these mics, I'm going to vomit. So
0: I've just looking at you i usually try to hold things in i don't know if i'll be able to do that this time wow you're really going through the whole roll right now (laughs) (laughs) maybe just a little bit um no anyways so dinner was great we got to hang out as a bunch of couples and then a fifth wheel which is usually a good time um the fifth wheel actually being our new social media manager at little mac who probably won't listen to this episode because she doesn't play video games
1: we took great care in picking our uh, our PR manager by picking someone who has... You
0: know. By picking someone that just kept bugging me about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, anyways, so March 8th, the obviously, day we're recording this on. Part 2 will be recorded and hopefully posted tomorrow around the same time. Uh, if not that, then on Saturday. Um, but today was, like, absolutely massive for a multitude of different reasons. Oh, yeah. First and foremost, Super Smash Brothers is officially, like, official. Right um there's some other rumors we'll touch on but i want to kind of touch on that first because that's like what the switch has been missing we have a mario game we have a legend of zelda game and now they get to duke it out to see who is truly superior um whether you believe that that is an elf that shoots arrows and defeats giant calamity ganons or a plumber that can't get the girl (laughs) are you going or am i going just (laughs) this is kind of a back and forth thing the show (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't. I just said like you. It sounded like you just made a statement. I'm sorry. No, you <laughs>
0: you just got to take that. We're supposed to have a cadence by this point. This is episode three. We're deep. It's been almost a month. <laughs> <laughs> episode three is not deep.
1: Um, I mean, do you want me to comment on who who's gonna?
0: Just like, what do you control? think of Super Smash Brothers? I mean, obviously, it's happening. We didn't exactly get a lot of information. No, I mean, I mean,
1: Super Smash Brothers is one of my favorite titles of all time um i've never been Do to you just play play like how it sounds oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just um in general i mean i, I mean the first one i played was, was the 64 which i believe is the first super smash
2: Bros. it
0: is yeah i've only played like a total of maybe two hours of super smash brothers so we're definitely planning on doing like some sort of video with it. Obviously, oh,
1: yeah. oh, we can have some fun with Super Smash Bros.
0: Oh, probably. I hope so. I hope. I mean, I've always had fun with it when I played Super Smash Brothers. If not, what well, the two hours you played. <laughs> who were like your dream characters?
1: Um, see, and it always changed. Like, I used to think that I was really good with Fox, and then I played against like people who weren't the computer. Um, and I was not good with Fox. Um, but I think I think I do decent with like uh, Mario and. Like in the new, the new ones with the the DLC characters, um, I did pretty decent at Cloud or Bayonetta.
0: How did Bayonetta play? I mean, I feel like she's really out of place.
1: It was she was interesting. She was definitely a really heavy hitter. Um, I remember there's one, basically with Bayonetta. I just spiked your damage up and then hit with this one move that was just devastating. Um, more like this giant boot, just basically knocks you way off the map without any hopes of coming
0: was it just like the being really attractive one
1: (laughs) there's a lot more boob use than most other characters
0: yeah i know you know nintendo great company not really known for like their tits like when i think nintendo i don't really think like boob characters maybe like i mean samus there's zero suit samus but she's pretty much it and then the girl from arms that like made waves back in the day I don't even know
1: who the Girl from Arms is.
0: No one knows who the Girl from Arms is. That game sold one million copies. No one can tell you anything about arms. I don't know.
1: We We Fit Trainer was pretty cute.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I really liked how she didn't have a face. Yeah,
1: a little fair-skinned.
0: Just maybe a little. She's always that board, too. She has, like, a weird thing with the board. Yeah. Do you think that that's, like, her first love? The board? The board.
1: We would vote that over the male we Fit Trainer?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, they kind of have, like, a, uh, just, it's super professional like just a workplace relationship <laughs> super
1: professional
0: no but i'm super stoked um obviously so splatoon characters ink boys and gals mm-hmm. international women's day so we can't forget the Ink gals um
1: <laughs> that's our one shout out <laughs> you're welcome
0: you i manager. i know dude like I, I went to make like three different tweets and i was like i i really there's so many people to thank like there's so many amazing women in this industry that like I don't want to just like thank them all. I feel like that's a blanket. I feel like there are are specific people. Yeah. Like Amy talking Hennig talking. is one I mentioned. Asshole. Amy Hennig is one that I mentioned at dinner. Um, you know, wrote Uncharted, the canceled Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Amazing woman. We talked about Amy Hennig in the last episode too. Every episode from here on out. Are you thinking of Michelle, the E three person?
2: No, no, I'm not thinking of Michelle.
0: Honestly, like as soon as we're done recording these, I forget what we talk about. <laughs> Like the the people that like we know our friends that listen to the show that were like it was so funny when you guys were talking about that And I was like yeah and I have no fucking clue what they're on about.
1: <laughs> and you're walking by them like who are
0: these people? What are they talking about? Do I have dementia? <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> no. Um. Anyways, God, I am so tired and full. Not, like this is just this is gonna be a shit show. <laughs> it's
1: be a bad episode. <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna be worse than the other episodes, but it's not gonna be better. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Um, Smash Brothers. We're talking
1: about Smash Brothers. Good thing Dead Air is not bad for a podcast. <laughs> um,
0: no, anyways. So, I'm super excited who, to see who they cook up. Who
1: Who would be, like, your dream addition to Super Smash Bros? Realistic or not? Like, you know, someone that Nintendo would never sign.
0: Um, I think it would be super interesting to see what they could do with, like, Master Chief.
1: With Master Chief? That'd I, be a good I,
0: one. Honestly, I just want to see, like... Do you remember PlayStation All-Stars Bat- All Stars? All All Stars. All Stars. All Stars. All Stars Battle Royale. Not many people do, so I don't really I, criticize you if you don't. I
1: re- I remember it, but I never played it. You, that's but I, I saw the cover and contemplated buying it, and then made the conscious decision not.
0: So, like the 2008 Smash Brothers that had a Snake in it, um, they had him. So obviously they didn't want to give it to PlayStation, right. so they had to use um, right Ra- Raiden. From fucking, oh, <laughs> and he was he was one of the better characters, which is not great. Nice. I always played Parappa the Rapper was my main, <laughs> which is maybe my favorite sentence to say.
1: Parappa the Rapper was my main. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh man, they did that in four K. Redid Parappa the Rapper. Really? People are like impressed that I know who that is, and I'm like, I'm not that young.
1: I'm not. I'm not like super well versed in it, but I'm surprised that they made a four K.
0: Well, they just remastered.
1: Weird. Oh, okay.
0: Cool thing about Parappa the Rapper 2. I don't know if you know this or not. I want you to
1: say that 10 times
0: fast. Cool thing about Parappa the Rapper 2. Okay. <laughs> I made it to 1.5. Um, no, anyways, cool thing about Parappa the Rapper 2. I don't know if you remember this. I'm actually brushed up on Parappa the Rapper lore. I'm not. Even though I can't remember the main character's name from the sequel. No, but. um,
1: Super brushed up.
0: Once you. <laughs> <laughs> Once you beat Perap the Rapper two, on, <laughs> or you just beat it at all, you don't have to beat it on a difficulty. Um, you, you get a playthrough and it's per rappper the rapper. <laughs> and they don't just change that to the skin. It's like an all-new game. <laughs> so you get like two games for the price of one.:
1: It's like in the Force Unleashed, where you unlock the Luke Skywalker skin, and then the whole story doesn't make sense anymore.
0: No, they would no, all that game did after you like applied a skin was like skip cutscenes.
1: Yeah, no, but like then you're like, it's like yeah, go kill all these rebels, and you're Luke Skywalker dressed in your yellow jacket, oh, cutting uh, down okay. rebels, and you're like,
0: eh, the mods on the game were pretty sweet, or not mods, but like cheat codes. Mm-hmm. Those were always. I was a lot of fun. They I didn't have a, I you know, and I think I I know
1: we're just ridiculously off topic now. But I think Force Unleashed kind of got a bad rap. I didn't think it was that bad.
0: So I played that game on the PSP, which was dramatically different from the Xbox version. I played it on the I... PSP love that game and so for i think that the psp
1: might have had the better version Uh, maybe it's just like that's the best we could get like i remember playing madden on the psp and being like this is great and then playing like a full console edition of madden and being
0: like oh this is how it's supposed to go no but like you know how on the psp version you actually had like the ship like there wasn't a ton you could do there but there was a ship
1: but you could go on the ship yeah
0: yeah but the xbox 360 version didn't have that it was basically just menus If you download that game on PC right now, um, the controls are going to be super shitty because it's made for a controller. It's worse than Dark Souls, and you will see that there's like there's no ship, which is lame. That's boring. Anyway, Super Smash Bros. coming in 2018, not a big surprise. No, I mean Nintendo has their IP. They don't.
1: Yeah, I mean we knew it was coming. It was really just a question of when.
0: And 2018 is the perfect year for it. It's a really big year for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Switch has been out for a year now, as of like. Three days.
1: Well, it's wildly successful too.
0: Yeah, they've sold. They're the fastest selling console of all time, which really just speaks which, to their I appeal. Mean, Nintendo's good at
1: though. Like I remember the Wii coming out and being revolutionary, and though even though like the Xbox 360 and the PS3 were more powerful consoles, for a long time they could not catch it in sales because it was just it was totally different.
0: I mean, I'm pretty sure the Switch has already sold life sold this generation what uh, the Wii U sold lifetime because the wii only closed well, wii 12 million units
1: yeah the wii u was not well, i owned I mean, a wii u though. So.
0: the wii is like this second most popular console of all time right behind yeah. the playstation 2 they might have even passed it um yeah so i mean no big surprise there um moving along just because there's like 30 things to get to. <laughs> um it is okay cool i just wanted to back this up because i only saw it on one website Um uh, because i'm a lazy journalist and i haven't <laughs> i haven't had time to write today we
1: had to go to shoji's we had to go to shoji's (laughs)
0: um crash bandicoot is no longer exclusive or will no longer be exclusive to just the playstation
1: what other platforms is it gonna
0: all of them yeah so it's gonna be on xbox one uh pc and switch starting on july 10th that is super weird it's gonna be really weird obviously i mean because that's like the mac
1: daddy of PlayStation exclusives. Crash Bandicoot's been exclusive.
0: At one point. I don't think it really is anymore. I'd say he's rivaled by, like, not necessarily Ratchet and Clank, but, um, like, I'd say Nathan Drake is probably a new icon.
1: Well, I, I just mean it like I remember wanting a PlayStation 1 to play Crash, Crash Bandicoot. Bandicoot. Like, I, it was the game to have.
0: Right, yeah. And, I mean, I don't think you are alone in that either. And then Crash Team Racing came out and that was, like, the reason to buy a PlayStation.
1: And, yeah, it's, just, it's weird to see it go off a of PlayStation. Like, I get why they would do it now. Especially, you know how long it's been since there's been a Crash Bandicoot, and with dense and and insane trilogy, it's it's interesting to see it happen. Well, I mean, it's, it just feels weird to have it not on the PlayStation.
0: It's owned by so they don't own Crash. No, I know. Right? Okay. But it's sure. it's
1: always been just on the PlayStation.
2: You're,
0: it's like playing. Do King you really Mars. expect Activision to like respect this? <laughs> 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 I mean, all. I all mean, when it comes
1: to Activision and EA and respect, no.
0: <laughs> I. Almost wrote an article about this. Well, I probably still will now that I've talked about this. Crush Bandicoot is for fucking sadists. <laughs> that game is so hard. Like, there's so many points where it's like this game isn't fun. Fucking the kangaroo romper or whatever. Fuck that guy. He's you. E- See, but like, if
1: you take that out of context, romperoo. it's just you saying fucking the kangaroo.
0: Don't. They're a lean alternative to beef. <laughs> um. So wait, what would you? What would ripperoo? Ripperoo his name. He's better in Crash Bandicoot too. Way easier to fight. Crash Bandicoot 1? Fuck that guy. Also, fuck all the village levels where you have to fight like the tribal people. Fuck I'm so much about, about those games. games. <laughs> I love Crash Bandicoot. I bought that little 9-inch PVC figure and it's one of my favorite collectibles that I have. Get that fucking look off your no, face. No, I'm not. I didn't say shit. I might have spent $70 on a Crash Bandicoot that won't blow me. I but... just <laughs> I'm
1: just glad we don't have to talk about budgets about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesse keeps getting mad at me at the budget when I just want to buy pirate pops, props, not pops,
1: and extra microphones, extra Elgatos. Extra
0: He's complaining about getting a free Elgato.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not. It's not free. It's for the business,
0: for you to use at home. So I don't have to. We don't have to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> Mommy and daddy are fighting. <laughs> no, but I mean, all, really, all this is gonna do is like people on Xbox One and Switch and PC or. Well, hold on. I'll touch on that in a second. I are gonna to get to see how frustrating these games can be.
1: What What would you rate as a more difficult game, Cuphead or Crash Bandicoot? Because I mean, they're similar styles of game.
0: I probably have less trouble getting through stages on Cuphead than I do Crash Bandicoot. It wasn't that way on PS One, um, which I only played that game for. I don't even know how long on PS One, long enough for it to be a clear memory in my head, but not much longer than that. <laughs> um, I had to go over like, okay, so here, okay. Where I grew up, it's basically like about two blocks worth of driveway where like all my family owned property. So there were like five houses there. Um, There was the one that I stayed at most of the time, which was my grandparents' house, which I think I've showed you pictures of because it looks like Somalia. I grew up like dirt poor. If I had Um, a
1: nickel for every time you talked about your childhood, yeah, probably.
0: (laughs) Then I might have been able to buy a house that didn't look like Somalia. Um, No, so anyways, like we were like the one on the street. So everyone was like, crack addicts live there. And I was like, you're not wrong. Um, showed them. (laughs) No. And then, um, like you go back, there was my grandma velvet's house. The family church was like to the right, which I will one day inherit. If things keep going the way that they're going,
1: I cannot imagine you owning a church. I
0: can't either, but it's going to be be
1: so so much fun. You wouldn't be able to step in your own property without literally setting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, anyways, my grandma velvet's house. And then John and Patty, um, Oh,
1: delightful people.
0: They actually really are. They're <laughs> like they're the ones that like basically run the church right now. Like, John's <laughs> the, the pastor. pastor. Um my cousin Keisha and Rashandra, Uh they adopt it.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have like a my family is like super interracial. No, what,
1: actually I have a sister named Latricia.
0: Okay, but no, my family's like su- basically I'm... um without diving too much into their backstories. <laughs> <laughs> uh She lives at this address. It's my aunt Patty. It was her sister. Um, they're both adopted. I think from different mothers. But um, my aunt Patty is, it, from the face you made, you're surprised, but she is an African American woman. No, I just, uh,
1: <laughs> um, I just, I just wouldn't. You've never talked about that aspect to me, <laughs> and you're, without offending anybody, probably the whitest person I've ever met. So.
0: <laughs> I can show you so many more people. Uh, no, anyways. I heard the- <laughs> um no anyways so like they were the ones with like the playstation i had an snes until i was like 13 or 14 with a really short period where i had like a modded xbox like an original xbox mm-hmm. so i would go over there to play like crash bandicoot and stuff and like um sir daniel's game i forget it right now do you know uh, yeah, I yeah i've know who sir daniel is i feel bad that i don't remember his name it's gonna come to me i'm sure uh, it's gonna be like
1: halfway voice of the podcast ah
0: yeah i mean I'm pretty sure you've been in a room with me when I just like remembered something and say it out loud because I do it a lot probably
1: i'd I, like i would' do, i would doubt it would surprise me
0: I do this thing where like for some reason I just forget nouns like nothing else that's just like my one kink my brain has other than like several other thing, other things um and I'll just like forget nouns and it's, it's super awkward when i'm you talking really to people nouns. and I'm trying to describe like the Daytona 500 and I'm like the race with all the cars, <laughs> as opposed to the one with all the dogs. Think about when they're turning left, but like two thousand times. <laughs> Dale Earnhardt might have uh, been in there. Um, he might have died in that one. Yeah, but so basically, that's where like all my PlayStation memories come from. From like. The good old days.
1: See, that's kind of how it was for me, though, too. Like, I, I had a PlayStation 1, but I actually never owned a PlayStation 2, even though it's one of my favorite consoles.
0: I did get a PlayStation 2 eventually. I forget when, though. Yeah. It's kind of a blur in my mind. I don't think I could put my life on all. a timeline. <laughs> if, like, if I tried, I don't think I could.
1: I, I, I Mine would be skewed. No, but, like, my friend had a PlayStation 2. I feel like I talked about this on the podcast before, too. I tell the same stories a lot, so that's probably going to happen.
0: Kingdom Hearts Deliverance. Kingdom Hearts Deliverance. That would be the best Kingdom, kingdom Hearts world. world
1: First person Kingdom Hearts game with like realism but also still Disney
0: and Sephiroth no go wash your head in a bucket filthy peasant
1: Sephiroth would have so much trouble keeping that white hair clean
0: through <laughs> kingdom come deliver caked so with shit ain't it <laughs> anyways, tell your story
1: um. I mean that was pretty much it, but like my my friends had it's a, a cake I, yeah I right? mean yeah that covers it. Uh, my friend had a PlayStation 2, and and we, I was at his house all the time, and we'd have like for Kingdom Hearts, we'd have like different save files, we both play them, and like anytime he got a new game, and I even remember I think I bought like a PlayStation game or two and took them over there <laughs> so I could play them, like. But I was over there all the time, and like I I have I have such happy memories of that because I was always at his house and we were just always playing playstation it was awesome
0: <laughs> i think we both need therapists i think we're having breakthroughs <laughs> and then
1: and, and then they just made riku just this the keyblade master i don't even know what that's about
0: i think i have the title of this episode
1: <laughs> um it's not shit and show sheets
0: h one z one's is going free to play a week after like finally fully launching this game was i don't Stastard. know it's fine it's like fun some of my best I, okay <laughs> i've got like a lot of like we, games like this in DayZ. I have a lot of fun memories with because like basically whatever you're doing relies on the people that you're like around
2: yeah
0: like this one time we just me and my friends were all playing together it was a group of like two or three of us um and everybody in the like server basically was getting killed by like this one group of like 12 like fully armed individuals so we just kind of start going around like gathering up forces and like crafting bows and stuff and we figure out mounting an insurgency (laughs) no we have like a couple of cars with like bows and stuff and like some bandages and there's like eventually there's like 20 or 30 of us against a group of like 12 guys with shotguns right and uh we figure out, I forget how, that there a bunch of them were like over on this dam. <laughs> <laughs> so out of nowhere, they just see this massive group of players sprinting at them with bows. Ah! Yelling. <laughs> 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 and they slaughtered all of us. <laughs> I think we killed like maybe three of them. For which... Daisy! <laughs> it's like they were not! Take off freedom! That was H1Z1, not Daisy. Well, Daisy had the <laughs> like Daisy had the human centipede thing with the guy. <laughs> that's right. I remember you talking about that. <laughs> See,
1: yeah, and I think games like that do rely on the community a lot for some of the good to- content because there are moments like that that sound really fun, but then I always feel like I hear about stories like that and then I jump into a game like Daisy and then, like, someone shoots me and teabags me and that happens for about six days straight and I stop playing.
0: I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> like what those games are. Yeah, Six days straight, what the hell are you doing?
1: <laughs> Getting shot and teabagged. <laughs>
0: um yeah so it's free to play it's been out full release for like a week now when they first released it they left it like i haven't heard great
1: things about it either like god Uh, i feel bad for anyone who paid for it within the first week and then just it went free to play
0: i mean i bought it on early access knowing that uh, the plan all all along has always been for it to eventually be free to play um but i don't know now so originally this was a game that was owned by sony to be a pc and playstation 4 exclusive Right. i don't know if that's still the plan because daybreak is like now an independent studio right. i don't know if sony is still publishing it so i don't know if this game is coming to ps4 or not right. um i know DayZ is still supposedly coming to xbox yeah um but yeah i have no clue if it's still coming to playstation i feel like i heard that it wasn't but that was also like a year ago <laughs>
1: so you just never know at that point
0: so like now i can't remember if it was like that or just an entirely different game you remember that puking thing <laughs> we need to pause the podcast my stomach just felt really weird
2: <laughs>
1: um, why do we always eat things that you can't handle and then do a podcast because I can't like handle cheese anything. and bread
0: we do this around prime dinner time and I have IBS <laughs> along with other things
1: that's the name of the episode
0: <laughs> I have IBS psychiatric oh, help for IBS <laughs> Um. anyways we touched on last time that did we touch last time that the Black Ops 4 is like heavily rumored?
1: I don't think we touched on it, no.
0: Okay, well, since then, Black Ops 4 has not only been heavily rumored, but now confirmed. Right. Uh, they launched like a teaser trailer today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be officially out October 12th, which is a month earlier than most people expected, which I want to get to later because there's another very large game coming out in October this year. Right. And it will be see interesting to see if either one relents. Yeah. Um, and then they're doing a global reveal... Obviously, more stuff at E3 global Review soon. May, maybe. Yeah. Um. But anyways, October. Normally, Call of Duty games are out November. on around the fourth of November.
1: They're almost always released on my birthday. That yeah. is great. Oh, it's a great birthday, birthday present. Which is for you. You. you've never gotten me one, so. Um, that's yeah. No yeah for, let's just move on. What <laughs> like a year and a half? Two years now. Yeah. I
0: mean, that's so weird.
1: I know, right? That's, yeah, almost two years.
0: That's crazy. Um. No, but so. Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out in October, like a week later.
1: Which, yeah, that's a big, heavy hitter to try and compete with.
0: Those are two of the large games. I mean... I'm going to get both, so... <laughs> I, I probably will, too. I spend money on stupid things now. So, <laughs> we better call it now. Do you want to review Call of Duty, or do you want to review Red Dead Redemption
1: um, you know what? I'm a bigger Red Dead Redemption
0: fan. That's, That's fine. I never even played the first one. Oh my god. I've gotten, like, partway through it now. I bought it for, uh, X-Words Back, Backwards Compat. Um, yeah. and then I sold my Xbox to buy a bike. And now the problem is I might buy another Xbox.
1: <laughs> I spent, see, now we're gonna get really into therapy. I spent, like, uh, it was right when I first started living on my own. And I spent, like, probably a month just playing, like, Red Dead Redemption. Like, almost every day. Um, and I think it was Amber's that actually like got me out of the house and was like hey you can't keep doing it because I had like dismantled the couch and made like a throne and there was <laughs> Cheeto dust on it it couldn't have smelled great like, and yeah and it was just Red Dead Redemption and underwear good times <laughs> did
0: you play the online aspect at all?
1: I didn't get into the online aspect too much Um, it, I was interested in it But it was kind of another one of those things where I just got shot and teabagged, so I stopped (laughs) playing it. Plus, when I was doing it, it had a lot of connection issues. Like I remember, it just I'd get on and it would glitch or freak out. Maybe it was my internet, but I think it was it was pretty limiting at
0: that time. I'm really excited to see like how we can take that. Like I really want to see. I don't. I'm not into GTA Online after all the like changes they've made. Like I like that they're pushing out free content. I don't like how long it takes to progress. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: yeah. Now, if you jump in, you're—I mean, you're just in a grind.
0: Pretty much. I, I have like, I have like the nicest cars from when I like. Well, not now, but I had the nicest cars at the time, from fucking whenever I had billions of dollars that hiker hackers gave me basically, for killing a bounty. But um, no. So it'll be fun to see the shenanigans we can get into there. Um,
1: it'll be fun to start on one on the ground floor
0: too. Yeah, it will be. Um. I mean, the first Red Dead Redemption, I think I rented it like a couple of weekends when I was... Oh God. I would have been like 12. It's been so long since we've had a Red Dead Redemption. When did you move out on your own?
1: I didn't. It's a long story, but I lived on my own since I was like 15.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. So Voice,
1: Voice crack.
0: <laughs> not significantly older than me. <laughs> like barely out of middle school. <laughs>
1: Living on my own.
0: Um, no, anyways, like I, I played it a couple of weekends, um, and it was fun. I just like, I basically just dicked around. Like I would lasso people and pull them on horses. Oh, best thing ever. It, it really was take well, the damsel in distress into like the train track and just, nice.
1: I'm really hoping they do like an undead nightmare again. Cause I think one of my favorite things about red Dead redemption was the undead nightmare DLC. Which was just really good.
0: It was really awesome. Because I
1: mean, for for a game that wasn't a zombie game, and then making it into a zombie game and making it as good as it was, and the story was still interesting. I I haven't played too many zombie games where I'm really interested in the story.
0: The soon after, or like the night of Undead Redemption or Undead Nightmare came out. Um, I had a friend Reed whose dad had. This is also totally off topic. His dad's house was like literally this not the size of your apartment one of the rooms was like he he had money um was like the size of your apartment fucking wall to wall boxes stacked waist high full of comic books like packed like no like literally there he had not hundreds of thousands but like thousands of dollars of comic books in there um but we stayed up like i think i got there at like four in the afternoon we stayed up till like noon the next day Reading comics and playing Undead Nightmare over and over, which is like one of the only times in my life I've ever done that. That, That's the dream. It was, yeah, it was a great time. But I think we beat the game like that expansion like two or three times. Yeah, it wasn't a super long one. Yeah, it was definitely worthwhile. And then you become a zombie in the end. That was fun. Yeah, Yeah, um, I couldn't tell you the story to this day, but
1: for Undead Nightmare, I couldn't. I can for Red Dead Redemption.
0: Spoiler
1: John dies in the end. Whoa. Not enough time after the spoiler alert. Do you think you're going
0: to play... Is it a prequel by Red Dead Redemption 2?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I don't think it's directly connected because it's supposed to be a different story. They've hinted at like the protagonist not actually being a good guy, uh, which I mean, Rockstar's would good be at. Like, well, but that would also like be a prequel a, to Dead Redemption. To Redemption, Redemption but, but yeah, but being like a totally different... Um,
0: that would be kind of cool. Um, it'd be cool to play as Jack Marson, but like...
1: Really? Yeah, I mean cuz after after John dies, he plays Jack for like the end game yeah, stuff. I remember that and either. I just wasn't He's a whiny bitch. John
0: you killed a... my paw. Yeah.
1: yeah, and you go find the guy. I shot the guy in the nuts so many times. The guy who killed your paw. I shot that guy in the nuts so many times. But I I think it'd be cool to have like a cameo or a reference to John Marston. I think they have to
0: do that. I I'm sure they will. I mean, it it's the Wild West. There's like a huge range of killing Native Americans that you can like put them in. <laughs> yeah um anyways back to call of duty um what do you think about it going back to a future setting yeah, i'm less
1: right i'm less interested in it um and it's it's weird i feel like in a lot of ways there's no way to win um
0: it's so funny like before world war ii comes out people are like oh i i don't want him to go back to the past i also don't want him to be in the future and like Go suck, so I don't want it in modern times. Like, where the fuck else do you expect them to go? Right. A different dimension? Well, like, and there's always,
1: like, there's something I'd love to see, and I understand the the difficulties and the limitations of why they can't. Um, but I'd love to see, like, things earlier in World War Two, Like, they've hinted, or they've talked about trying to make, like, not Call of Duty in general, but just game developers have talked about making, like, a Civil War or Revolutionary War era. First person shooter, and See, the reason they can't—it's like, boring.
0: It's so boring
1: because if you miss your shot, and it's like, on one hand I get it, and on one hand I don't, because if you've ever played uh, Mountain Blade Napoleonic Wars, like you have that issue. Your gun is super inaccurate. It takes forever to load, <laughs> and like, like you you learn about formations, like standing it's in a line. Like,
0: war sucked at this time,
1: <laughs> but like it was super stressful, like in a good way. But like you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. Really hoping that, you know, even if you aim perfectly, that your bullet still hits. Because it's not not guaranteed. That's
0: a little too moist out here. here.
1: Right. And then when you're looking down your barrel at someone who's looking back at you and you miss. And then you're standing there like, oh, shit. And if you break the line, you're all going to die.
0: Is this how Alexander Hamilton felt when he dueled Aaron Burr?
1: <laughs> you feel the rattling bullet in your chest and you just freak out.
0: Well, no, Hamilton, Hamilton shot first, famously.
1: Like Han? So the story goes. You're thinking of Han Solo.
0: Maybe that's who fucking Han Solo is based off of. No, the story goes that he could have killed Burr because Hamilton was like an excellent dueler. Instead, at the last second, he lifted his arm and shot a branch thinking that he didn't want to kill Burr because he would be like totally disowned. And then Aaron Burr like fucking just shot him in cold blood because Aaron Burr was a douchebag.
1: And Aaron Burr, if you're out there, we think you're still a douchebag.
0: (laughs) Showed in. Stand up for my (laughs) <laughs> it's like when trump said was it harriet tubman that he was like i think they're doing great work <laughs> <laughs> it was some
2: historical figure that's like, been, been dead, dead for, for 200 years
0: <laughs> i don't want to keep i want to see them keep going on well i mean we- um yeah I, I mean it's whatever i i like call of duty i really like world war Two. yeah oh um,
1: I'll, yeah i'll i mean whatever it is i'll play it i wasn't a, the biggest fan of their did you pick up World War Two? You should. I yeah, I'm, I'm planning on playing it still, but I'm I just haven't had a chance yet.
0: The story is fine. Like it, there are some really cool action scenes. Do you like a uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan? Mm-hmm. The opening scene to that is like I would say three times better. Yeah, yeah I, I like that opening scene a lot. Um, not necessarily the, like the scene where like you're on the boat, but yeah. actually going through the war sequence I thought was really yeah. cool, uh, especially in a first person perspective
1: sure Well, it'd be interesting to see a world war ii game that's not like i mean that's not that old yeah I know. so going into one that's going to be on modern mechanics one and that isn't just like engines.
0: cubes yelling oh. out in pain um i, I, I didn't, didn't like, like black, black ops, ops 3 too. at all
1: no i what i like i liked black ops 1 but that's kind of where black ops ended for me
0: i like black ops 2 a lot that was probably that was like the the, the first time i ever got an internet connection was God. black ops 2 like a year after it came out almost a year after it came out yeah um
1: that's how I was before. with modern warfare 2 okay like i did i i sunk so much time into the online
0: yeah i don't even think by I, I think i hit like prestige for my kd in that game was like 0.49 yeah it was not good um i i used to be the type of person like cared about that now i'll hop on oh, war yeah. 2 and like i'll be half masturbating like just trying to play <laughs> <laughs> title for the show yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: cod half chub um
1: i'm going full cod over here <laughs> so you yeah. mean you're fully dedicating to the game or, or the other thing you're doing yes both
0: <laughs> i'm full trying co- to fire off while firing off you know what i'm saying <laughs> um anyway so i it's just been game announcement after game announcement today um Ubisoft has announced officially, out of nowhere, I might add, um, there were like a while ago, they boosted the Division team. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like an, oh, this might happen thing. Um, but Division 2 has been officially announced. They just basically put out the logo today.
1: Um, well, I thought it was interesting what they did with the sale for the Division 1. We'll just tell uh, yesterday... The Division division 1 was on, like, a crazy sale of 70% off across all. Yeah, and you missed it.
0: Yeah, so we're probably going to do, I say probably now. It used to be a sure thing. No, we need to. I bought it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I'm the one who lectures you about budget.
0: (laughs) Um, We're probably going to play tom clancy's the division at least for a while um i have some issues dropping 90 dollars on something i'm gonna play twice
1: could have dropped 27 dollars.
0: it's 30 bucks for the full edition we aren't gonna get to max level and even if we do there's still hours of content to do i think they put up free updates as, lot, as well as um other updates yep. and if it gets to the point where we're playing a craft ton of it i'm fine just buying the season pass Perfect. because i'm pretty sure it equals out to the same price yeah, I, I probably will i never mind um I just almost said something where I'm not supposed to talk about. <laughs> um No, but anyways, like do you think this one's going to look like what E3 2015 looks like? like? I don't know. Like, like
1: that demo was? The di- Oh my god. Well, that trailer, I was so excited for that trailer. I was really Division
0: excited. Was I didn't really care about the graphical down- downgrades necessarily. Like
1: that that didn't bother me as much as just the the physics downgrades. Like there was a lot of aspects of it that i really liked and there was a lot of things that they didn't directly promise but that they made made it seem like that's what they were hinting at at least right. and that that weren't there um
0: which i no game is a stranger that like i know i am still reading like i said blood sweat and pixels and um i've actually gotten way further i've read like double what i had read over like the past two months yeah which is it's not a long book so you can tell how little i've been reading lately um no, and it's talking about like Dragon Age Inquisition and the development behind that story is like super interesting. Oh yeah, but it's like yeah, they showed an E three demo that was like storming a castle and like sinking a bunch of ships. Not in that game at all. Really. I mean, well, and like I mean,
1: the Division was a primarily like uh, gameplay demo, it uh,
2: was. and
1: it showed a lot. And that's it. It to me, I mean, I swear the voices sound the same. It's almost the same thing as the as Anthem, that's why I get nervous about Anthem, because the yeah. the the demo's very similar.
0: Well, I'm sure they're when they're like making these videos, they're just like grabbing their PR manager. I don't give a fuck about Anthem because I don't really care about games like that. Yeah, and to me, like I'm not sick of sci-fi, but it's such the it's so prototypical looking. Yeah, sci-fi like.
1: Anthem Anthem for especially as big as Bioware's making it doesn't seem like there's really anything special that's grab my attention.
0: After. It's gonna be really interesting seeing where. Bioware now—it's like such a blanket state- statement to say anything about that studio because each one is radically different. Like, yeah. I, you can rack it off every different team Bioware has. Like, you have to think—not that well know- knowledgeable about Bioware, but yeah, you can at least name like four. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's the type of thing where like each of these development teams are probably two hundred people. I, I highly doubt they're like communicating other than like this is what we made for Dragon Age or this is what we made for Mass Effect in the Frostbite engine. Here you go. This is the code you need for like the basic stuff. So it's like it's not really indicative uh indicative of what the quality of these games are going to be like now.
1: I mean well, I mean, one thing that I can say that I like about Anthem and Boy, we are off track again. Um one of their lead developers has been uh, actually really good at communicating. Like you know how a lot of developers will be like, "Hey, I'm on my way." Like home, ask me any questions on Reddit, and and I'll answer them. Yeah. There's one develop de- developer who's just constantly on there answering questions, and like questions that that we've asked developers before that they don't the answer.
0: They <laughs> see the one from fucking um uh the PGA's. Oh, I don't know. Have you not seen that no. interview? We are so watching this after this. He's um. So he's the guy that's doing A Way Out, a game we're going to play at the end of this month, actually. Good. So strap in for that. Um, strap. No, he's basically like, he took the stage and he took, like, a solid 12 minutes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and he's basically just like, look, look, all these publishers, oh, yes, they do no. all this bullshit. bullshit. Yes. I just want to say EA, yeah, they've treated me so nicely and so fairly. That guy, like, yeah. I, I love that guy. He's so straightforward. Yeah. He's the reason that game's going to sell as well. <laughs> No,
1: he just—he's just one of the lead developers who just gets on and answers questions. But like one of the questions that I didn't think he would answer was, uh, they had asked him like how much creative say EA has over them, um, and he really talked to like broke down where the lines are, who's working on what, and like how how it works and how EA checks in on them right. and things like that. And it was—I mean—it was really interesting. It was really in depth.
0: It, it is really interesting hearing those stories, just because it—it it is a huge concern that people have. And I think it's the type of thing where people always just jump to the conclusion that the corporate monster is like,
2: yeah,
0: not your friend, which I mean, of course, to a degree, that's true. Like it's always going to be true. They are out there to make a return for their shareholders. Right. Um, I don't think EA is by any stretch of the imagination, the worst company in the United States. No. I don't think that they deserve that two years in a row. I do think that it was a wake up call for them. And that ultimately is a good thing, uh, especially because they did take that mm-hmm. and, to a greater or lesser extent depending on the game and how they need their market trends to you know happen uh they actually kind of took that and tried to learn something from it yeah um which is i hate to be a pinko liberal pussy or whatever but for like that's not something a company like monsanto would do right
1: Um, well i mean and like against popular belief um you know, it's not really in EA's best interest to go in and mess up a game like Mass Effect Andromeda. Right. So any Bioware, and I mean, and I'm, I'm one of them. Any Bioware fanboys or Mass Effect fanboys who are going to go, oh, EA really fucked up Mass Effect Andromeda. They're, I mean, they're not the only factor. Uh, there's a lot of things that, that go into making video games, and and there's a lot of things that go into to screwing up a bad video
0: game. Like, what you have to understand is the things from a design perspective that are wrong, that's largely on the developer. Mm-hmm. There are things that, the publisher says that they need to do like review scores they need to hit copies they need to sell for them to be contracted out to again mm-hmm. but when it comes to like the type of thing where like this mechanic isn't fun to play nobody from ea like went in and was like mm, this is too much fun like <laughs> this is gonna make them want to buy one less loot box <laughs> um,
1: better turn it down to three <laughs> right
0: exactly uh so it's that type of thing where like things just go wrong with video games and that's fine not every video game is going to be perfect that's how we learn as a community um it, it's just really up to developers to take that feedback and learn from it like publishers and developers don't want their games to be shitty they want you to have fun playing a right. video game um and it's just that focus can change i mean if if a game demands like beautiful graphic graphics god forbid battlefront 2 like they're Part of that game is super fun. If if it wasn't for microtransactions in there, the improvements they had on the original Battlefield are they exponentially they make that game so much better.
1: Um, and I mean, to bring the whole thing back full full circle too is I mean I mean, the the division was one of my biggest disappointments when it's released, and I'm actually pretty excited to play it now now that it's. I feel a full game, and I feel right. I feel a little bit closer to what they were trying to deliver. I, I Maybe like... not the thing I was expecting, but I think that's more on me at this point than it is on them, because I think they've, for the most part, made up for what they've done. Right. So I'm pretty excited for that, and now and it's a perfect time to release The Division 2 now, because it, if it they is. hadn't done anything and they announced The Division 2, I'd be like, screw that. But not only that, I bought The Division 1, and I'll probably buy The Division 2.
0: I'll probably buy The Division 2. It's the same thing with Destiny. I mean, I was done with Destiny right after i finished the first raid i went and traded it for shadow of mordor um and actually strangely enough for destiny 2 i traded towards uh, i traded that towards uh, shadow of war <laughs> so it kind of came full circle <laughs> um but basically like it, it's the type of deal i did an article a while back called eso and the power of the update about other schools online and how they've managed to kind of change that into yeah. Being a shitty MMO to a halfway decent Elder Scrolls game.
1: I remember, I remember playing it when it around when it first came out and being that,
0: that was really the biggest disappointment ever. I like, I mean, obviously you heard me rattle off for ten minutes last episode about how much I love Elder Scrolls and the lore. Oh yeah, um, but they've changed that game so much for the better. And Morrowind's like, it, I haven't played all the way through it, but I hear excellent things about it yeah. as an expansion. Um, and I really think that the division has done that as well. Yeah. I mean, there's a cool world there. Like, I really like the idea of like hardship in video games. Um, yeah. I think New York is an excellent set piece. Yeah, sure. I really like the idea of urban gameplay. I really, the graphics in that game are some of my favorite graphics. That's my favorite aesthetic I think in a video game maybe well, no, ever. The physics engine is really. Cool. The physics engine is also mm-hmm. really cool. Um, I don't dig the bullet spongy
2: thing.
1: Yeah. Um, and I mean, and that's kind of the same gripe I have for like Destiny, um, and Destiny Two as well. Is that there's a lot of bullet spongy type enemies and that's it's you're you're really just kind of playing math so josh would love it
0: (laughs) pretty much i mean
1: because that's really more what it comes down to is more math than skill
0: it's really going to come down can they communicate with players can they ensure that what you're seeing is that what you're going to get i mean in the same press conference i think we got a that was no that was ubisoft the division's ubisoft i don't know why i'm speaking I always associate that vision with EA just because of the color scheme how it's orange. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, but basically like I think that was the same year that the Watch Dogs trailer came out, mm-hmm. which they did the same thing there and then with Watch Dogs 2, that trailer was much more grounded and much more yeah. like this is what you're going to get. Watch
1: Dogs out. 2 there was no you you knew what you were getting, but Watch Dogs 1 was very was, very different than it, what they had advertised.
0: Game. And I mean they didn't really know like the power of the consoles. And then they also develop an Xbox 360 version of that, a PlayStation three version of that. Yeah. So,
1: well, and like, I, well, and I mean, they'd done that with a uh, shadow of war too, where I played the PlayStation three version and it was broken.
0: Really, It
1: was so bad. Opening up the nemesis menu took literally 45 seconds to a minute.
0: See, and that's, Every time it sucks because that is the type of thing that a publisher will demand. Mm-hmm. And then like sacrifices that's, have to be made. That's
1: where you get more mad at, at, you know, uh, warner brothers rather than monolith
0: dude it's like it's like the original destiny and how i mean i really appreciate that they just stopped punching out content for that like honestly after two years in there's no excuse to have a last gen console anymore um at this point like i'll talk to people that like still haven't bought a playstation 4 and an xbox one it's like we're 75 percent of the way through this console generation these things have been out for almost four years now um last generation was like seven years that was super long for a console No, Yeah, which
1: that was not standard. That's I'm, not to be expected out of every console. I'm
0: confident that like, maybe, probably not this year, but next year at either E3 or PlayStation Experience, we're going to get the PlayStation 5, Xbox One, Two, or whatever they want to call it. Um, I think that still weighs off just because of the One X.
1: Yeah, uh, which yeah, and I think these .5 edition of consoles have helped to kind of push that back because I think without that we'd be looking at we playstation would, yeah. 5 and then xbox 2
0: and <laughs> yeah, pretty much um, know, so. each one has been a half step because i mean like the last ones they didn't get more did the last generation of consoles get more powerful as they upgraded
2: the, i feel like the
1: design just changed no i don't think so i think they got like more internal memory but, yeah or I, internal storage but that's that
0: it what's really cool about this generation is that game like killzone shadowfall that was a launch game. I thought that game was amazing. Yeah. In my mind, that game's still like an s eight
1: Killzone's one of those series that I miss.
0: Yeah, but that game yeah. still looks great. Like I was looking at footage of it the other day and I was like, wow, that's like fucking breathtaking. Yeah. And that was like one of the first multiplayer games I was ever like really good at. <laughs> like I killed Killzone. Um
1: Killzone was my kill zone.
0: Hey. <laughs> um I'm so punny I could work at Shoji's. <laughs> he says that because the guy that was like making our food was really punny
1: um he went on about like cow puns for a solid three minutes
0: <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm really excited for this i want to do something on lifestyle games too that's why i asked for that footage from you because i don't have destiny 2 anymore i've almost bought it like twice
1: yeah i just I have to re-download it and that like means that i have to click the button
0: part of, okay so
1: and that's like me downloading destiny 2 again
0: so i think that part of the bit, these are the two biggest well the one biggest reason that i want to get another elgato and another microphone are literally just the convenience factors um with my new desk i got a new desk by the way <laughs> it's, it's way easier to get the microphone out of there but i'm i dread the idea that this might break um right. just because it was a 150 microphone
1: better buy an extra one then
0: pretty much um
1: So wait, the worst case scenario is if it breaks, you have to buy another one. So you're like, ah, to avoid that, I'll buy another one.
0: Well, we also plan on having a third chair in here eventually. And they're going to need a microphone. It's going to be a a bring your own laptop situation. (laughs) Be my OLP. Which actually, where the fuck we are going to put a third person? I have no idea.
1: They can sit on the ottoman. (laughs)
0: They can sit on the ottoman. That's where I put my feet now.
1: Um, we put our feet on the guests.
0: No, that and the Elgato is gonna be super bad to move. I don't know if I told you the setup. Yeah. So this is about to get technical, but yeah, it's basically gonna run from the consoles into an HDMI splitter, out of the HDMI splitter, which I have to buy a new one because there's a standard. Um, and to the Elgato. No. Okay. So. Uh, no, I'm not even engaging that one. There's.
2: <laughs> essentially,
0: HDCP means that you can't record things in there. Like you have to disable it on your PlayStation to actually even record video games right so like you can't even load netflix or anything while that's enabled some of those splitters have it enabled some don't the one that i have apparently has it enabled they're like 10 bucks so it's like not a big deal i'm about to spend 25 dollars for pirate week <laughs> so excited for pirate week. i'm no like i'm literally stoked for Pirate week dude it's gonna be great like okay we should have the pr manager start a countdown for that basically um (laughs) our week is gonna start not this week but next week so we actually have to get like we need to start working on it like saturday
1: we need to start busting out some division
0: content then um we've got so much stuff we have to. we really should actually there are things we need to do um yay having a part-time job we don't get paid for um
1: (laughs) and our patreon (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah so we should actually probably after this sit down and kind of schedule times to yeah. work all this out um maybe without
1: the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys no but
0: anyways like just to kind of like hype this up i, d- I do want to talk about pirate week For um sure. not this week but the week after next week um the week, the week. week before sea of thieves comes out mm-hmm. which is why it's so topical mm-hmm. we're gonna be doing pirate week so we're gonna talk about our favorite pirate video games the
1: topical tropical pirate week
0: haven't thought of anything past <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> we just got the tagline
1: topical tropical pirate week no dude
0: tomorrow or like saturday this weekend whenever i photoshop the poster of that i'm totally using that tagline Heck yeah. um no but anyways we're going to talk about our favorite pirate game so just prepare for a boatload of a boatload, boatload of uh assassin's creed 4 gameplay and if you don't like it you can shove off i've got that installed on pc plague. too somewhere so there's, there's gonna fun. be puns i got it for free they give that game out for free it was like three years old at the time, but they gave it out for free. It's like it's my that's my
1: favorite Assassin's Creed. Because it's
0: the best Assassin's it's Creed. So good. Actually, have you played Origins? I have not played Origins. I think I was gonna loan you Origins before. You yeah. Circle, yeah, Circa, cir- uh, Circle of Life. <laughs> um, no, no I want to borrow
1: the, New it's so Colossus, good, but you're gonna trade it before I get a chance.
0: I bought that game digitally. <laughs> I buy most of my games digitally now. I do a lot of them too now.
1: It's. I mean, especially because I get them on PC.
0: Well, I mean, more money goes to the publisher and the developer. So, like, I feel like that's the better way to do it, honestly. I have
1: a friend who has a video game store who closed. So, I've I've heard mixed ideas on it.
0: At the end of the day, like, now that all the local shops are closed, like, I don't really care about big corporations. So, it's the type of thing, like, I, the more the developer doesn't see the money, but the publisher does. And the more money the publisher makes, the more likely it is that the developer is going to get that. Um, don't like buying games on Steam sales. Right. Uh, I try to buy games at full price, um, because one, I hate money, as you can tell. And two, waiting for, like, seasonal things is the worst thing you can do in the video game industry. Like, it hurts the industry so much. Yeah. Paying fucking $5 for a $30 game is not a good thing. Right. Um, like, people pour their heart and souls into these. I still do it because I'm poor, so. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, dude i'll like give you the extra money i know i owe you money because i've said that before <laughs> right but, uh, so
1: we have that deal with other games i still
0: owe you seven dollars <laughs> uh, but basically like
1: this is why i'm in charge of
0: the budget <laughs> sure i'm but putting if, myself in charge of the budget um so the vision too like, great time we'll see we'll see what it is we'll do a reaction it'll video, but... yeah it'll
1: be interesting to see what they want to do with it it'll be interesting to see um, i think we should start making predictions when they drop like a teaser um that's going to be kind of comparing it to the last trailer and seeing you know what 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 happened with the division on release and then where it's at now and predictions for the division two and if it's going to go through anything similar or if they've if they've totally learned a lesson which <laughs> um
0: So now the last thing on the chopping board, honestly, I don't know if we'll do, we could probably do like, we'll talk about this afterwards. I don't know if we'll do a second episode of the podcast. It might be, make more sense to break it up a different way because I don't want to put out a 15 minute episode just because the other stuff to talk about is like really small.
1: And we do want to just cram it in today.
0: Um, we'll see how long this next one takes us because we're getting,
1: we're almost at an hour. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so it's time for what is becoming a weekly segment. Your Paula Talk on Me School Games. Um, so basically that meeting that we talked about last week that uh, Trump was going to have with a couple of video game people. Um, very few video game people are involved. I have the guest oh, list here. Invite a lot of them. I don't think they know who they are, so <laughs> I'm surprised like Notch.
1: Bring me video game people. Who do you want? Video game people. Want Laura Croft? Want Mario? <laughs>
0: Just get them all in here. We're going to have a great meeting. Uh, Bowser,
1: he seems violent. Get him here now.
0: So this is a list that I forgot where I got it from, but this is the list of people that were at the meeting um, that went, I guess, not super well. It was a very contentious meeting. Surprise. Um, (laughs) So from Congress, there was Marco Rubio, the uh, Republican from Florida, uh, Vicky Hartzler, uh, Martha Roby, both representatives, um, Strauss Zelnick, of take two interactive um, who is also the ceo of rockstar games
2: uh uh, yeah
0: okay that makes sense never mind (laughs) he might not be the ceo of rockstar they have that on a separate line but with a comma separating it so (laughs) i don't understand what exactly that means um mr brent bozo media research center lieutenant colonel dave grossman uh the author of on killing the psychological class of learning to kill in a war and society and Assassination Generation, Video Games, Aggression, and the Psychology of Killing. Mr. Pat Vance, who is Mrs. Pre- Patricia Vance. They didn't get that part right. Uh, president of the Entertainment Software Rating Board, or ESRB. Uh, Mr. McGallagher, Gallagher, uh, President and CEO of the ESA. Mr. Robert Altman, Chairman and CEO of Cinemax Media. And Melissa Henson, Mother from Parents Television Council. My throat hurts so much. <laughs> I don't suppose there's anything left in that. Uh, yeah. Terry Donovan. Yeah. Okay. That's what CEO stands for. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess they just didn't think his name was worth it. <coughs> Real quick, I'm gonna get a little bit more naked. bow.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesse has the third nipple. I have the <coughs> normal set of six. Um, <laughs> both of us have seen each other's nipples tonight. Now I think. Did you catch under a nipple? I did catch. Under okay. Cool. Um. Is there anything in that Dr. Pepper? There's not. Fuck. Okay, it's all good. I'll be fine.
1: There were there were cats feeding on the nipples, so I didn't want to stare directly at them.
0: Anyway, so apparently the meeting started. Uh, I didn't really have time to gather that much information about the meeting, but I hear it didn't go well. <laughs> the meeting, not the media. The meeting started with um, just basically a video, a compilation of video game like gory scenes, like Doom and shit like that. Followed by the sentence, now that was violent, wasn't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> that kind of sets the tone. Um, right. Forget the specific name. Uh, an association of video game developers who were not invited, which is a recurring theme for people, like, chipping in on this, <laughs> said that they would absolutely, under no circumstance, be used as a scapegoat for right. violence as opposed to, like, gun control, basically. Right. Which, wherever you fall on gun control, is a really good argument because there are no studies, reputable studies, right. linking video games to actual, like, gun violence. And there
1: have been many studies.
0: So many. So many. Well, because, I mean, I, I
1: think we talked about this on the first episode, too, but that's always been an argument of just target targeting popular media. Um, I mean, whether it's television, comic books, or video games, whatever's the... the most trending item at that time is is something that's rotting your brain or causing violence or any any of pick pick awful scenario
0: and, and i mean we're the perfect scapegoat too our industry is still pretty fledgling and it's like a multi-billion industry now uh, i mean
1: any industry that can almost be killed by et is is a fragile industry
0: that was what 30 years ago
1: <laughs> it was still almost killed by et I,
0: pretty much but saved by a guy with a mustache right? <laughs>
1: The only thing better than ET is a plumber.
0: <laughs> Mario is gaming's Jesus. Like, that's all I have to say on that. I want that. The people at the meeting that, were, like, were representative of parents or whatever, that, like, fucking apparently can't tell their kids no and not buy them a game that says on the box, rated M for mature 17 plus for sex, nudity, violence, and fucking. Form, it's almost
1: whatever. like the ESRB is just has their thumbs up their ass and don't have a job.
0: Well, I mean, at this point, like, it's not even their fault. Like, so
1: no that's what i'm saying
0: the like ARCRB wasn't federally commissioned like that's gaming self-regulating and proving that we can self-regulate right it's lazy ass parents who will not get involved with what their kids are because apparently it's harder to talk to your kids for 30 seconds about why you don't want them to play game, play a video game that dehumanizes war like call of duty and instead just fucking nerf the shit out of the violence that you see in there mm-hmm. um when the humes the themes there are very often anti-war say what you will about call of duty or whatever the scene in modern warfare 2 when you're gunning people down in an airplane that's that's not like a positive thing you're working with a terrorist organization that is trying to bring down the united states they're a fucking a psychopath like worst dream like ghost is the most conspiracy theorist thing out there (laughs) like all of south america banding together to destroy the united (laughs) states But it's the type of thing where a parent can tell their kid no. It's not the responsibility of the guy at GameStop to say, like, you can decapitate a guy in this game. If you don't want your kids subjected to that kind of violence, watch what they're fucking playing. Don't pitch that on someone else because you're a shitty fucking parent. (laughs) Like, really, like this is the one thing that gets me worked up. Like, honestly, you could fucking tell me, like, you don't get a car anymore. We're taking that from you. Whatever, I'll ride a bike. You can be like you don't get named by McDonald's. You've been getting fat. And I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever. Like, you're right. It's bad for me, but you fucking touch video games. And that's where I get a little bit pissed off. Like this is artistic expression at its finest. There's no other medium out there that gives you the same amount of immersion or interactivity that video games can provide. It's the only thing that actually encourages your brain to like to work and to actually do something and work towards an actual goal. Like, I don't know if anyone out there has played the witness, but that game actually it's one beautiful, even though like oh, yeah. it's not fucking realistic graphics or bashing in the skull of a fucking baby. Um, but it's a beautiful game. It's basically just a puzzle. Like it, it's right. a, it's like a crossword puzzle without words. Let's connect the dots. Well, I
1: mean, and there are, I mean, it's not like every game is, is a violent game. It's a, it's a popular medium, just like, you know, a popular media a, or for a popular section for movies. I'm going to just fuck up words now. Um, is, I mean, it's the action genre, that's going to be one of the most popular genres or the sci-fi genre. Um, but I mean, it's and same thing for video games. But there are games like Flower, which I absolutely love. Flower, I think Flower is a fantastic fucking game. And you I like Bound too. Bound,
0: Bounded, I haven't played but You okay? So side. Note. So Bound, it's kind of like Flower. Basically, you play. I don't really know how to describe what you play as, but you your combat moves are like ballet, and um, you basically like have to like. I forget what they're called. They're in Cirque Freak. They're, like, not on ropes or anything. They have, like, those silky ropes. Oh, yeah. Ropes and they, they that, to that, like That, that hang from the ceiling, yeah. It was a PS Plus game. You can probably still get it pretty cheap. It's fucking amazing. It's, yeah. it's a gorgeous game.
1: Well, and like, and I got I got flower when I was working a really stressful job. And um, I was working nights, and I was just stressed all the time. Um, I got flower. I was at Flower petal blowing on the wind. with was peaceful music. And, Do you know people are going to
0: hear me? Oh, probably it was really loud. It was pretty gross too.
1: Um, felt nice, but I mean, as silly as it is to just play as a flower petal that's going, you know, from flower to flower, um it was it was a gorgeous game and it was relaxing and ah, I loved it. Flowers gonna mm-hmm. have a special place in my heart because it was just different and I really really enjoyed it and I, I and I love seeing more things like that. And it's it's it sucks to have attacks on the gaming industry now, especially when you know so many indie developers and things like that are working on really artistic, really truly beautiful games.
0: Exactly. It's such a pure form of artistic expression. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if you break it down, games fundamentally are just different variations of older games. If you look at Doom, that is basically a game of chess. You move, the enemies move, and you need to do your best to defeat the enemies and move on to the next segment. Um, And so wherever it falls, these games are art, and it's representative of freedom of speech. To impede on that is to impede on largely the First Amendment, um, which to me is more important than the Second Amendment. Uh, now, it's the type of thing where, obviously, there are games that take it too far. We've mentioned before, Hatred, mm-hmm. um, which is a game that shouldn't exist. Yep. There's a difference between tasteful violence and untasteful violence yes. um, and things that are insensitive. I think Doom is tasteful. It's It's not necessarily gross just to see gore. If it's right. over the top, like it's cartoonish violence um right. obviously it was the type of thing like where someone's head is being like bashed and yeah maybe that is a little bit too far um but it also depends on the context um if it's the type of thing where it's about the horrors of war like you see in battlefield one um that that's what that game was about it's about how awful world war one right. was
1: well i mean and and if your child if you're worried about your child let's say your 12 year old child being experienced to the horrors of war and and uh just just the worst the worst parts of the worst things that anyone would have to go through um you know in a very minor version in a video game if you're worried about that then maybe they shouldn't be playing an m-rated video game that's 17 and up.
0: exactly i mean the kids don't want call of duty splatoon exists for a reason i mean obviously like nintendo games aren't specifically made for kids but they cater towards that audience yeah. Splatoon is a great shooter. It's a great way to play games like that. Right. There are also games like Plants vs Zombies, uh, mm-hmm. which you can still go out and buy. Um, they, those games aren't going. Anymore. Or
1: games like The Sims. Or I mean, there's there's so many different g- and really good quality games that don't have to be the bloody violent. Like I uh, I have a young niece. Um, I have a young niece who's just starting to get into video games. I'm not going to get her Call of Duty World War Two. I'm not going to get her battlefield one i'm not gonna i'm not gonna get her these gruesome violent games i'd get her games like flower or i think right now she's playing the princess sofia game but still
0: (laughs) i I mean there's absolutely no reason to go out and get your kid like grand theft auto like i don't want to play grand theft auto in first person because i just don't want to mow down people in first right first person
1: well and a a huge argument against against what i'm saying here now is that you know whether it's the parent buying the game for the kid or not the game's gonna get their hands on it and that's another situation where you just need to pay fucking attention to your kid if your kid's in another room shooting hookers in Grand Theft Auto because that's what they think is fun and you're against it, then, hey, take that game away. Don't let them have that. If exactly. you're worried about content or media that they're going to be having at somebody else's house, monitor it. Talk to their other parents. I mean, get involved in your child's life. Don't sit there on the back burner and say, hey, you know, now that my kid's been playing Grand Theft Auto for since it released and is just a hateful little bastard, you know, and I'm going to blame this video game. But it could be because their parent doesn't pay any –
0: it's like no martha it's because your kid was fucking microwaving goddamn hamsters you <laughs> fucking sadistic bitch it's the, exactly like but hey, we t- digress <laughs> <laughs> like people just don't talk to their kids anymore like yeah. you you're they're so sheltered and by sheltering them you're having this adverse reaction to where they're just seeing all this fucked up shit that you don't want them to see i mean obviously like fucking i played fallout 3 and i turned out fine like my parents won't let me have that game for the longest time until i was like i'm gonna play this basically i never had to have like the weed conversation with your friends like we just want you to do it at home if you're gonna be safe about it it's like mom i'm gonna go play Fallout 3 at a friend's house so either do you want it to happen here or there so that was like (laughs) that was the most they had had to ever put their foot down (coughs) and so like their compromise was i just had to buy it with my own money which was fine um it taught me responsibility and how to save, mm-hmm. and I mean, I never feel like I want to go fucking blow out the brains of a convenience store clerk or anything I'll like that. An see, I always played the good guy. I don't yeah, think, I, I, don't think I ever did a playthrough where I actually blew up the uh, Megaton. I did once just to see what would happen. I just wanted to hear Liam Neeson would be like disappointed. I think I just like watched a YouTube video and was like, oh.
1: I live my life every day thinking would Liam Neeson be disappointed if I did this. <laughs>
0: I love that. I love that game so much. Fallout 3, I think, is the best Fallout.
1: Fallout 3 is the best Fallout. I don't know. New Vegas is really good. Not
0: a fan of New Vegas. I had to play... That That's game. right.
1: This is where you and I differ a lot, actually. So,
0: to me, that game was a bug-ridden mess. Um, which most of game... Fallout more. 3
1: and Skyrim and oblivion, <laughs> <Larkin> and Elder Scrolls <laughs> Online.
0: Those I liked. Like, I felt like every 10 minutes I would run into an invisible wall in New Vegas, which was one of my biggest problems. I played that game without Day 1 Patch. I feel like
1: there was your first problem well, I, I feel like New Vegas was one of my least buggy Bethesda experiences see, Fallout 3 was really buggy I remember getting trapped in a rock um like many times like <laughs> and not trapped see in a rock
0: that's that happened to me a couple times in New Vegas like it basically got to the point where um I mean obviously I still played the hell out of that game my biggest issue was that it when it was over it was over which is something they solved with fallout 3 brotherhood of steel and then took two steps back on
1: yeah but i mean the, the fallout 3 vanilla without any dlc ran in the same issue you had to have a save before the final mission to be able to play after the story
0: ended uh, right but i mean even with that dlc it's like that's still two steps back yeah um but i basically yeah that game i i've got a source button. i've tried to go back and play it too like just on pc and stuff with mods and i just can't i
1: still i lo- i went back and played it on
0: it's the type of like all these people. They have the stupid fucking accents. So I don't give a fuck about the music on the radio. Like I love the music that plays in Fallout Four and Fallout Three. Like I'm I'm into that kind of music for some strange. oh uh, see,
1: I I do it too with Fallout New Vegas. Though my mom was singing one of those songs and I like went on past the part that like everybody knows. Like went on a little bit further and she was like, "Who are you?
0: <laughs> Charming at me? <laughs> uh-huh. I'm just a Fallout player." <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, video games don't make you violent. Like, control your own emotions. Like, if your kid has emotional problems, get them help, dude. Yeah. Like, I saw a psychiatrist for so long as a kid, and, like, as much as I hated that experience, it helped me deal with some serious shit. Um, I mean, I don't think I'd be the person I was today without video games. Um, They've kind of molded me into seeing, like, what is right. I grew up largely without parental supervision and just kind of doing whatever I wanted. Yeah. So having positive role models in my life be it like master chief or like my liam neeson, <laughs> liam neeson who got really disappointed for a second if you, like blew a megaton um it, it really kind of shaped who i am as a person and what i see wrong or right um i mean i try every day not to be a boss and to be kind of more like the guy that's gonna not to be a fucking sociopath that like is- he really is it sucks that he dies halfway through the game um spoiler alert. <laughs> i'm not gonna spoiler a game that came out in 2011 you haven't
1: played far cry 3 yet
0: and i mean honestly okay here's a, another side rant like even more uh, not i more upset than i get about the violence thing but uh fuck you people that complain about spoiler alerts. number one you fucking kill the bad guy oh my god 90% of the games the good guy wins who who gives a fuck a game is more than like the last five minutes there's there's an entire story there's character building like it doesn't really matter to me like it's destiny. hey <laughs> <laughs> hey Jesse guess Boy, what at the end of Far Cry 4 you can either let page walk or you can kill him it turns out you were like he, he was kind of a good guy all along and that the two siblings are kind of shit um, I feel like everybody I see what it's the type of thing where, like, oh, Paganman's kind of a good guy. Cool. I mean, that doesn't really mean anything unless you've played literally the entire game where it Well, I mean, out...
1: yeah, and it was only kind of a good guy. He was still a sadistic psychopath.
0: But... He is a sadistic psychopath. It's kind of on your side. Um, so just don't complain about spoiler alerts. Like, there are so many other big problems out there. Well, but
1: I think there are scenarios where spoiler alerts, like spoiler alert. Um, this shouldn't be one that I should have to spoiler alert, but just in case. I don't want to be that guy. Um, Han Solo dies.
0: Han Solo dies. And guess what? Sure, like, oh, beloved character's dead. Fucking Harrison Ford hated playing Han Solo since the second movie. Yeah, but that shouldn't change. Yeah, He's also hated playing Indiana Jones in almost every other role he's in. Harrison Ford's a man. God forbid <laughs> we stop recycling ideas.
1: I, I just, I don't, I think, I think it would have changed the experience seeing the movie for the first time going in, knowing that detail outright. Like you know, you can speculate. Plenty of people went in the movie thinking, "Yeah, Han Solo is probably not going to make it See, out of this movie."
0: But it's not about the fact that he dies; it's about the fact that he becomes a father figure for Rey who has never had a real father figure. Like I mean, it's it's about the relationship he builds with Finn and Rey and Chewbacca. Spoiler, spoiler alert!
1: In general, it, I mean, all all of that stuff happens regardless. Spoiler, spoiler alert! About information like that. No, I'm I'm with you on like um you know main villain in a bad in a in a video game dies. That shouldn't come as a shock um it's, honestly i'd be more shocked to hear a spoiler like yeah this guy actually gets away at the end of the game and you're like what what the fuck was the
0: whole game? yeah exactly like it's the type of thing where obviously if it's something like that yeah. don't talk about it like there are massive twists at games like in mass effect 3 there are three different colors you can have um
1: hey there's there's uh, there's two other endings
0: but if it's the type of thing where like oh yeah arno kills the bad guy at the end of assassin's creed unity who cares like really who cares do you like is it that big i like one of the biggest no it's the type of thing where like i remember one time this comment is so pertinent in my mind just for like this entire culture the spoil c- culture um where ign posted a video about dead kings the one and only assassin's creed unity expansion where it's like it takes you play as arno it takes place after the story and the events of unity and the dude was like Thanks for fucking spoiling that Arno doesn't die at the end of the game. It's like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. Like, well,
1: I mean, and I think I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, just simply being entitled.
0: You, it is a sense of entitlement. Yeah. That's exactly. So what it I think
1: concerned. I think there are parts where it's you know, like like with with Harrison Ford's character, um, dying in in, uh, The Force Awakens. You know that comes down to. Wanting wanting to enjoy the media and not having a major major piece of it run wrecked for you um but i think when it comes down to just bad mouthing a developer who gave out basic information about a game that you should already know and you want to get upset about that i think that comes down straight to entitlement um and it, i mean it'd be tough to totally find out where the line lies and i think the line's probably going to be in a different spot for every person um
0: right I mean, yeah obviously there's a delineation there between what's acceptable and what's not acceptable yeah. um, well and
1: i think a lot of it relies on you too like if you're like, you know, I saw the Star Wars movie a little late. I think, or no, I saw Return of the Jedi late. Um, and so until I saw Return of the Jedi, I didn't go looking at memes or anything. Cause I didn't want to stumble across anything. It'd be the like, how dare you. you?
0: When it is out yeah. there, it is out there. Yeah. Um, don't be the asshole that goes out there and just puts things on the internet. Right? Don't be the asshole that gets mad because you haven't seen Star Wars The Last Jedi two weeks after it came out. Right that or
1: you still haven't seen the force awakens and you're gonna get mad at us for wrecking it like
0: the one of the main reasons i do this and this is pretty shallow admittedly um one of the main reasons i'm like i want to go see this on launch night is one because i'm excited for these types of things two i really like to be part of the conversation i Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't play half the games that i play um if it wasn't to be part of a, a like the conversation yeah that's why i don't really go back and clear my backlog that option like that often um right now the only reason i'm going back and playing the games that i didn't beat are because i want to do videos that are relevant to those games um like i want to do one about lifestyle games i want to do one about how dragon dragon uh dragon age builds worlds um like why wolfenstein is a good story Mm -hmm. things like that um and that's just to kind of like bring them back into the conversation maybe see what takeaways we can have with that um so yeah there's that but
1: I, yeah, I think the responsibility falls to the person who is going to get upset about learning the information to, to not put themselves in situations where they will find it out, um, for the most part. I mean, mm-hmm. if I, if I you know, see Return of the Jedi late and before then I go browsing the internet and I get mad at somebody for wanting to talk about the movie in a comment section on a meme, um, you know, when I find that and stumble across that, that's not on him. and I, I have no right to get mad at them right. over it, for sure because um, that was on me i'm the one who went out looking for information and then can't be pissed when i find it so exactly. <laughs>
0: just, you're a fucking weirdo if you're the type of person that gets a rush from spoiling things you're yeah and you're just entitled if well it's like and
1: it's like on on release night for force awakens the guy who came out of the first showing and yelled it and then got like tackled the,
0: the shit, shit beat shit. out of him
1: yeah he had that c- he, yeah he deserved that you, yeah. that's what that, i mean maybe not to the extent he got but that
0: give people a chance to like go see things and give fair.
1: people a chance to enjoy things right
0: right i mean obviously it depends on the content you're kind of like consuming mm-hmm. um a movie two weeks fair amount of time yeah. tv show before the next episode mm-hmm. video games two weeks to a month yeah. um yeah if if you really care about it then you're going to do it as early as possible you're going to work your way. well then it, it and no possible. one's
1: saying you can't have the discussion um so, I mean, and, and I think it's totally fair, you know, if you just finished a really great game that just came out and you want to talk about it, there's places to do that. Um, but, you know, in the comment section on something totally unrelated is kind of just a dick move. Yeah. Or just posting anywhere about it is kind of just a dick move. These so,
0: things really aren't a big deal. No. Like, no,
1: and don't let it ruin your life. So, a, a movie got spoiled. Just was spoiled. Fucking damn it. I'm so tired. So the movie got spoiled. Fuck
0: it. There's other movies. You're you're gonna play ten games this year, guys. Um, do you really care if ten percent of them has ten percent? If that ten percent, if ten percent of the ten percent get like ruined for you, like come on. Um, wow. We've rattled on for long enough, though. Um, we'll probably talk. I fuck. My throat hurts so bad. Like I'm definitely losing my voice. Um, we'll talk about it if we're gonna do a part two of this. The other stuff is pretty small that would go up. So honestly i kind of want to just do it as like a news video um where we just kind of like do a 20 minute react to like the, the three things um on you can probably just come over to my house tomorrow and we'll just set it up um and just i don't know maybe go a little off cuff but um this has been episode three um which is not a lot uh we will see you guys either probably in a week i'm just gonna go ahead and say it's a week um so we will guess we will see you guys on the next one um Keep your eyes out we want to stream the division obviously that'll probably happen this weekend which would be like the 10th we'll see how that goes obviously plans can change i'm still working on metal gear survive i've played about five hours of it wow. so <laughs> shut up so expect more of like <clears throat> an initial reacts video as opposed to like a full review of the game uh, i think i have like the core concepts down i'm not really going to review the story my guess is that it's not very Sorry. good <laughs> um but we will see you guys later hopefully jesse sounds better this first one where we have two mics Woo! and remember
1: uh the best mass effect 3 ending you gotta shoot him in the head <laughs>
0: all right guys uh, we will catch you later peace out